We didn't go anywhere. Oh. The listener, I hope, didn't just sit there for a week. Is it weekly? Because I don't think this is a sustainable pace at this point. Why We're is lucky that? right now. I have the phone app. That, that we can do them over the phone or the Zoom. Talk. I see. I also have other people that I eventually will get. Right. I was going to say, wasn't wasn't there a plan to yeah. have like Kitty here? So we're, yeah. we're already on uh, well, on point. Well, I'm here. You're here. Whose fault is that? Probably mine somehow. Yeah. We're going to do one with Kitty at some point where she picks a movie that we're going to talk about. Gonna, I assume you're going to do one with lots of people at some point. Yep. But this week we're doing it with, with oh, we didn't even introduce ourselves for the Scream spoiler podcast, which I don't think is even up yet. Scarevalue.com. That's right. I'm Brian. That's Pete. I'm Scarevalue.com now. Okay. I'm plugging all in. Like Subway on Community? Oh, I remember that episode. Oh, God. Your your memory is steel trap. It Nothing is. gets in. Nope. It's closed all the time. What was I going to say? I did change my mind for the end of Scream 36. That's okay. I changed my mind. We can't anyway. do spoilers for Scream 6. No spoilers. I would just like the ending to go all in on the idea of every defeated... For Scream 7. Sure. We're not talking about I want to see a, every defeated Scream killer in a ghost battle. That is what I want for 3. For 7. But it's part 3. We know what it is. Okay. We're done with Scream now. Okay. We've put that in the past until I, next year or two years from now when another one comes out. I thought of another werewolf movie. Oh, my goodness. Silver Bullet. You saw Silver Bullet? When I was younger. I've never I've, seen Silver Bullet. It has, I, I think, Corey Haim is in it. I've never seen The Howling either. Uh, again, when I was younger. So you've seen a lot of werewolf movies. I have seen a lot of, I just don't remember because I saw them all when I was a kid because they always had the coolest covers on the VHS tapes at video rental places. There's another one. That we both have seen that we didn't bring up last time, which was Werewolves Within. Oh, yeah. That which is, was good. I thought we brought that up. No, I don't think we did. Hmm. All right. I, I'm not going to ever listen. I don't listen the first time that we have conversations. You don't I'm listen while we listen. have them. Right. That's yeah. what I mean. I'm not going to listen to them again. Yeah. Okay. So Werewolves Within, two thumbs up. Yeah, I liked it. There's a review for that on <clears throat> ScareValue.com. You can I, follow us on Twitter at ScareValue, and Facebook is also ScareValue. And this is me, ScareValue.com, saying check it out. Yep. All right, so, so that that I remembered a werewolf movie. That is what I've done. Wow. I hope that that was the worthy payoff for the listeners. I saw that movie, I think it was The End of the World or something, where there's the dinner party. It's got David Cross in it, where he's stuck at a... Oh, that's not a horror movie. So we're going to move on. It's The End of the that. World. <laughs> that's true. I, I uh, But I watched it. That's my point. I watched a movie called Project Wolf Hunting. The review went up. Werewolf? The review went up today on ScareValue.com. Not about werewolves. Not the first time I've been tricked into watching a foreign language film that turned out to not be about werewolves. Did it have wolves in the title in some way? It did. Ooh, Brotherhood of the Wolf. Did you ever see that one? No. That's really good. But there's, there's one a month, so I'll get to it. I'll get to all of them. Okay, it's a good one. Project Wolf Hunting is a really, really fun movie uh, that was not about werewolves, as I learned halfway through the movie. I was like, I don't think a wolf is showing up, and now i got to watch something else for the full moon Can future. I tell you what I think it's about? It's called Project Wolf Hunting, yeah. and it's not a werewolf movie. Yeah. That's the information I have to go with. I have to say, it is, oh boy, a nature documentary. That's it. And I put that review up on scarevalue.com? Yes, because it is showing the horror of, of uh, what we're doing to the ecology. It is about criminals on a boat who rebel against their uh, guards, but something else is on the boat, too, that they don't know about, something much more deadly. Not a werewolf. 
No, it's I don't want to. I can't really say it because of spoilers, but I'm still. I didn't write it, but I'm going to say it. There's basically a Jason Voorhees underneath the, uh, in the hall who okay. wakes up and then things get things they, start bloody and fun and they get bloodier and funnier. Do, do they give an explanation for why they do? And he it's was actually hanging down at the they bottom do. of the boat. Okay, and it's actually the only negative I have on the movie is that it slows down its torrid pace of brutal violence. To give you backstory when I'm like, no, I didn't need it. I just tell me that there's a, a thing down there and it's going to kill people. I'm like, good enough for me. Some movies you don't need to explain it. I, I don't, don't know if any movie needs an explanation. Don't need to see how the sausage David Lynch made. hasn't explained shit in his career. And I can't stop thinking about his work. So, you know, uh, James Cameron explains everything. And I haven't liked one of his movies since Terminator 2. So th- here we are. Did he do anything between Terminator 2 and Titanic? I, I mean, 92, 97, probably not, right? I, I don't know. I, I really don't know. I, mean, I guess I don't hate Titanic. But... <clears throat> I'm not a fan. Did you like the David Cross End of the World movie? Yeah. Yeah, it was good, right? It was pretty good. Julia Stiles, back on top. Yeah, she was really good. It's a good movie. Yep, it was fine. I didn't, I didn't think it was, like, great, but no, it was but a fun little... for a movie that... What's, what's it called? Uh, it'd be helpful to tell people the title of the movie. Oh, I don't know. Hey, it's got David Cross in it and Julia Stiles. It's a fun one. It's a comedy. It's a black comedy. And uh, it's one of those little movies that I've never heard of. I stumbled across. They're called something, aren't they now? It's like a, not, oh boy, it's like a little cottage industry that sprung up. Where Mumble, Mumble mm-hmm. Film or something like that, Mumble, right? Mumblecore? Mumblecore. I don't think it's a Mumblecore movie. It kind of has that feel because it's a little, it's, you know, kind of just one household sort of, it's almost like a play sort I don't of believe, feel. I don't it. believe that the setting is the... Is what makes a mumblecore movie. I think it's the lack sure? of script. Oh, is that what makes yes. a mumblecore movie? Yeah. I thought it was just a group of people who make a very small little movie. Kind of like a little indie film from back in the it day. It is that, but I, that's a lot of movies. Is it? I though? think it's a lack of script. Is it? Uh, hey, how about that everything, all the time, everywhere, winning everything, all the time? Yeah, you know who won an Oscars? Oscars? Short Round? Short Round won one. All four. And Sino Man? All four winners really were genre and indie films, right? And Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis, who, in her acceptance speech... I didn't hear. What did she say? I know that apparently she recognized um, She She shouted fans. out her genre fans for sticking with her and said, we all won this Oscar together. And it was like, I felt like I I felt like it's the biggest win horse had since Jordan Peele, even though it wasn't a horror movie. Her winning is the biggest validation of horror, even though she's had a long, illustrious 47-year career right. of comedies and action <clears throat> and has had hits all over in different decades. She's... She's the face of Scream Queens. Yeah. And she, her not not only not running away from it, but acknowledging it on the stage of the Oscars in her biggest moment was a real win, I thought, for horror. It was really cool, because Jamie Lee Curtis, I don't know if it's just because it's a horror fan, or she's been, like, true lies. Like, she's in movies that I've enjoyed growing up, and she's always been a fun actress. Yeah. Freaky Friday is a Freaky fantastic Friday. Great movie. movie. The, the remake. True Lies. Great True movie. Lies. Oh, James Cameron. Between... Was it between? It had to be. Look at that. Look how look how we went <laughs> so quickly full circle to figure out what James Cameron <laughs> it was did. It's a very us. small circle. We're, we've been we've been circling around it for quite a while. Like going down a drain, I feel, is what's happening. Jamie Lee Curtis brought us back. All right. Because she's the best. But yeah, yeah. It was really cool to see that they did all the genre films one and it True was Lies, nineteen ninety four. Okay. And Brendan Fraser and Sino Man himself. Both? Him and big fan yep. and short round. Who's I? I don't want to call him short round, but that's I, what I grew up. That's who he was. I just it's key something quant. I'm just not going to get it because I've 
I'm 43 and he's short round. Yeah. That's... And data from the Goonies. No, he's short round. He was short round in Goonies. Like, Do you know I'm that sorry. he's the third Goonie to be nominated for an Oscar and the first to win? Okay. Uh, Sean uh, Hobbit Boy, right? He got nominated. But not for acting. He was nominated for Best Live Action Short when that was a category in the 90s. Uh, what what was that category consisting of? I'm guessing live action shorts. Like so you make a, a non-feature length. But where do you air that? What's the point? How is that a thing? What? Maybe it's still a thing. I don't there know. There wasn't an internet in the 90s. Maybe there's still a thing. I don't know. Where did you air these? All right, whatever. Festivals. Festivus for the rest you asked, of us. You asked and I answered. All right, well, I don't like your answer. I choose not to acknowledge it. The other one should be obvious because there's only one other actor in the bunch. Oh, boy. That, hmm. Okay, when I say Goonies, I'm not just counting the, the, the little children, the whole group that is... Corey Feldman. Corey Feldman is an actor, and he did not get nominated, so I guess I, guess I lied. There's another... There's another. There's, there's like a real actor who's still, uh, hot, who's still in the business Thanos. today. Yes. Okay. He was nominated Josh, uh, for Milk, support, Best Supporting Actor for Milk. I never saw Milk. I didn't either. Okay. But I can tell you he got nominated, so there's three I, Goonies. Honest to God, I forgot uh, who was it. I am Sam. He was in it. Harrison Ford never won an Oscar. Nominated once. Short what round. What was he nominated won an Oscar. for? Witness. The Amish one? Yes. Oh, boy. That's all I know about it. Too. That's all I know about it, I'm, Except I'm supposing he's good in it since he's never been nominated for anything else. <laughs> and he's been good in a lot of things. Has he, though? Uh, Last Crusade. That was... Th- well, that was Sean Connery, though. Yeah, but he, yeah, was, he was good. He, he was, was good. still indie back then. Yeah. Right. All right. That's a good way to put it. Because <laughs> he is not indie anymore. No, but that's coming soon. <laughs> oh, yeah. It sure is. Right? I... How much do you love that they spent all these years, time and money and scripts and rewrites, trying to figure out how to make another Indiana Jones movie? And one idea they didn't have just became the hottest story in Hollywood. Short round. Oh, right. Not in it. Didn't, Not... didn't call him. <clears throat> now an Oscar winner. Well, I know nothing about whatever they're doing other than it's Phoebe Waller-Bridges, yeah. perhaps is her name? Whatever her name is. And Fleabag. I guess... Fleabag, right, Fleabag. And they had six different endings, yeah. and none of them were testing well. So that's the last I've heard about the new Indiana Jones movie. Oof, I'm excited. I am, too. I still haven't seen the last one all the way through. I've seen oh, bits and pieces. Man, you always have the best movies you haven't watched, because that is a terrible movie. Uh, I saw the monkeys teaching Shia LaBeouf to swing. Did you like how vines. the monkeys knew to only attack the Russians? I didn't even notice, but now that you pointed out, it is fantastic. That's my favorite moment. People talk about that. Gopher in the refrigerator. I remember the gopher in the fridge. Not nearly as interesting to me there as these monkeys a... being very, you know, U.S. Oh, yeah. They were patriotic. <laughs> They're very and patriotic. They in South monkeys. America, there was a jungle yeah. and they went over a waterfall. Yeah, and the guys, and, and John Hurt's still holding onto the uh, uh, steering wheel. Oh, I don't because, really remember that. Because we're doing sight gags <clears throat> with the late John Hurt. There was a greaser and Soch fight yep. in a, I believe, uh, ice cream parlor or something. Yep. And. And his name, his son's name, was, was Mutt. Mutt. Oh, because yeah, was... we want to make sure right away there's no misunderstanding that we don't know what we're doing. <laughs> well, the dog was named Indiana. See, it makes sense. You gotta... I, I understand how they came up with the idea. No, no, I'm no, saying no, that that solid. guy should have gotten thrown out of the room. It holds up. And then there were aliens, I think. I'm not. Yes, but not from outer space, from the space between space. Okay, I, that's the that's, end of the movie. I'm not sure if I actually saw that or it's just that a Kate weird Blanchett? fever dream. I think it was. Oh, how'd she get wrapped up in this? I don't know. She's really good. I like her a lot. I know. In things. Oh, good for her. She's in an indie movie. It's a prestigious thing. I guess. All I, right, but Harrison only, Ford didn't only, win anything. The only ever. people that really like Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, in my opinion, are the people that have spent 
25 years defending Temple of Doom is one of the good ones. Because now it is. <laughs> they were right. They were yeah. right. Hey, it's got an Oscar winner in it. <sighs> that is true. You know, not Kate Capshaw. Terrible. She was married to somebody, right? Yeah, Steven Spielberg. That's why she got the role. Or I don't know why she got the role, but that's why, thankfully, she stopped acting. Oh, okay. All right, so good for sure. But yeah, I was excited because they were all genre movies, and Jamie Lee Curtis is fantastic. They were, you know who else won, too? Guillermo del Toro won another Oscar. Yeah, for the Pinocchio Pinocchio. thing. I I like Guillermo del Toro. That's his third Oscar, which is a lot for a guy who spent most of his career making movies that will never get honored at the Oscars. He made a lot of horror, a lot of genre movies, loves them. I mean, the movie he won for is basically The Creature from the Black Lagoon. Right. Well, it was. It was yeah. supposed to be part of the dark universe. That I don't, know, the, I don't yeah. know anything about it. Well, it, whatever they were doing with Tom Cruise and, yeah. uh, 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 what's his face, Russell Crowe, who was just in the new Thor movie. I I'm saw not sure the finally. timing works out on this. I think they came out like the same year. It was supposed to be being worked. Like, that's what they had to rework it because uh-huh. they wanted it to be. They were planning on doing it as an introduction to the universe or the swamp or the creature from the Black Lagoon. Yeah. But like, even, listen, I mean, even his... Oscar winning movie is an Oscar bait. It's no, just no. a movie that's like, oh, we're giving this. I haven't seen it. We're, it's just I weird because I've seen every other one of his movies. Love them. Yeah, yeah. Well, Nightmare I, Alley? I didn't like Nightmare Alley. Okay. I didn't finish it. I which is, it I shot, haven't seen it. We're yet. from Buffalo. It shot right here in Buffalo. That was yeah. the movie famously where they had to bring in fake snow because it didn't snow in Buffalo. Go Buffalo. And I'll Represent. give it another try because I love Guillermo del Toro. Mm-hmm. But did it did not grab Labyrinth? me in 40 minutes. Pan's Labyrinth? Yeah, a long time ago. Okay. I like that one. I just like the the practical effects. The creatures are a long time ago. Back when I had trouble reading movies, which when you're reviewing horror movies, you get over real quick because so many of them are foreign. So many great ones are foreign. Yeah, that I don't know. It was it was in a weird time in my life where I was just like, I don't read this movie. So I kind of but you you don't like visually got it. Did I pay attention to the whole thing as it was running? Probably not. But no, now I. Project Wolf Hunting is not in English. Everything I watch isn't in English. I watched a movie called Holy Shit that was really good. It's about a man uh, stuck in a porta potty. As as there's uh, uh, so it's a play surrounded by dynamite that's about to go off and he's about to be buried alive or, or killed by it and he has to figure out a way to get out and he's trapped and it was really good. It's a horror film. Uh you know it's one of those horror adjacent. So like uh, Phone Booth with Colin Farrell is that the name of it? That is a movie with Sarah Colin Farrell. And he was stuck in a I phone booth. I can't speak to how similar they are since I haven't seen phone well, booth. It was a guy, he was stuck in a phone booth, and I think he was going to get shot if he moved or something. I don't Pete, know. would it surprise you to learn that it was the third movie I've seen of a man stuck in a toilet? <laughs> well, I guess it wouldn't surprise me, but I'm a little surprised there was. Is that the most movies. unexpected subgenre of film? Uh, I saw the movie Glorious that's on Shudder. There's a review for that also on scarevalue.com. That is um, a guy stuck in a. Ba- in a uh, rest station bathroom and there's some kind of evil god deity in one of the stalls that needs him to do some bidding for him right. and jk simmons voices the uh the demon okay. and it's it's really good okay and there's a movie called stalled that uh i saw years ago of a guy stuck inside of a bathroom in a public bathroom in a toilet because there's a zombie apocalypse breaking out in the bathroom around him so he's just in the stall he's in the st- that's why it's called stalled how long are these movies uh 90 Tight nice 90s. Glorious and stall? Glorious, stalled, and stalled. holy shit. Three <laughs> trapped in a bathroom. And I think holy shit might have been the best one. Okay. But the other two are solid. They're horror. all good. They're, but they're solid, like, firmly in the horror camp. Okay. I think that, I mean, this this was, once the plot of this holy shit is revealed, <clears throat> uh, there's horror elements to it. It's definitely a, a vengeance murder 
you know, the, things are happening to him on purpose. It's very gory. Okay. It's, it's definitely in that in that bubble. But yeah, I've seen three trapped in the bathroom. If anybody knows a fourth trapped in the bathroom movie, I, it's like Call I, it I'd in. say I can't imagine there is one. But how are there three? I don't know. I mean, I actually, I think I wrote the words. I don't know how there's one. I think I wrote the words. Anyone can do anything. I think I wrote the words in the in the review. This one ups the stakes by trapping him in a porta potty. <laughs> because right. I've seen three of these, and they're all good. Well, there's a lot, you know, there's a lot less space in a porta potty. You really are. It, mm. It's a very well made movie, though. Um, I've seen two movies where a blind person has to be helped out of a dangerous situation by someone on video chat on their phone. By a stranger on video chat on their phone. Another surprising subgenre. Those movies came out within a year of each other. Okay. Both reviews are on the site. Last January, a movie came out uh, called See For Me that was a blind person who was house-sitting and robbers come in to rob things and she has to call for help and somebody has to direct her how to fight back and go and that was pretty good. And then there was one this year called Unseen from Blumhouse that was actually really good. I like good. Blumhouse. It was good, too. It just came out on VOD, and it was good. Uh, it's a, it's, she's not fully blind, but without her glasses. She's got a Velma situation going on okay. without her glasses. and A classic Velma. She's captured by an ex-boyfriend and has to escape into the woods, and he's hunting her. And the only person she can get, she can't even see the phone to read it, the only person she can get is a, a misdial she got earlier in the day. Oh, okay. And it's a, it's a woman in Florida who's working a convenience store, who has to help her through the video chat. And it's like, there, there are two movies where this is the plot. Okay. For some reason, that you, the blind... I know words. I speak them sometimes. Prove it. All right. It reminds me of Money Pit, when Tom Hanks is walking across the scaffolding all blinded. And I'm like, I wonder if a cell phone would have helped him in that situation. Apparently, if you have a convenience store worker from Florida on the other end, yeah, they can oh. see where you're going. Okay, it's it's a it's interesting that that movie got made twice. Money Pit. Yeah, the what was the uh, the other version of Money Pit? Uh, the Color of Money. Yeah. Yep. You that know, was the sequel. Paul Newman won an Oscar for that one. But was that a sequel to The Sting? It's a sequel to The Hustler. Was that a sequel to The Sting? Yes. All right. That came out six years earlier. <laughs> Ten years earlier. Everybody loves a prequel. Uh, <laughs> Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom was a prequel. Prey was a prequel. It was a prequel. That was good. The I, I had Pearl was a minute. prequel. I haven't seen Pearl. I did somehow see X. Yeah. You saw it because your wife wanted to see it. Yeah, but it was not about the X-Men, so little disappointed. That's a horror movie. The X-Men? Well, well X. Oh, X. Yeah. Hugh Jackman's in X, isn't he? He, he appeared in like all of the X movies. He did. He's coming back, too. That's what I heard. Yeah. Very exciting news for, you know, I guess, Not Wolverine fans. I saw that Bob Hoskins, as a younger man, could have been a good Wolverine. Uh, he's short and he's hairy. He's always fat, though. Meh. I mean, not anymore. Well, he was, like, stocky, muscular stocky. Was he, though? Eh, I don't know. Go look on the internet. I think you'll be surprised at how muscular a young Bob Hoskins was. I mean, it's our, those words are already in my safe searches, so <laughs> it shouldn't take me too long to look it up. All right, then you'll Muscular see young Bob Hoskins, who doesn't look for that every... Yeah. Well, I start typing uh, M, and it pops right up, muscular young Bob Hoskins. I didn't, I didn't put those words into Google, but I, I did happen to see some pictures of him, so I know this. I don't know why I did, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to need to know the words you did put into Google. 
Might have been Wolverine. Wolverine Sean Hoskins. Wolverine shirtless. Oh boy. Yes, that's what I that's what I've been doing with my time. I don't watch the the toilet genre of film, a horror film, or. But no. you do. <laughs> that's a lie. You do watch horror films. Well, not the. It's a disaster. That is the name of the David Cross movie. It's a disaster. Oh, yeah. Internet points to you. That's yeah. all I had. Found that one. I had to open a new tab for my Bob Hoskins look. Okay. You were looking that up the whole time. It was my hand in my pants. <laughs> I thought that was the Bob Hoskins talk. <laughs> no, I, I really understand. like movie titles. All right. Where were we? All right. So, yeah, everyone won Short the round. Oscar. Short round won an Oscar. I'm very excited. Laurie Strode. Laurie Strode. The Encino Man himself. Also... George of the Jungle, and which was a movie Michelle I saw Yeoh, in the I theater. It was a Bond girl. The first Bond girl to win an Oscar? Is she? I don't know Bond enough. I've never watched much of the Bond The franchise. only ones I could imagine getting near one are Eva Green, who hasn't won one, and the late, uh, oh, what's her name, from Game of Thrones, and she was in the Avengers, but not the Marvel Avengers, the TV show from the 60s. Oh, I have no idea. Eartha Kitt. Yeah, I don't think she's won one either. <laughs> she should have been a Bond girl. She'd have been a great Bond girl. <clears throat> she was a cat woman, though. Jane Seymour was a Bond girl. Medicine woman? Yeah. Dr. Dr. Quinn? Quinn? Yeah. Okay. Johnny Cash is on that show sometimes. That's everything I know about Dr. Quinn, medicine woman. I saw a picture of Johnny Cash on Saturday Night Live where Elton John was there, and they switched outfits. That's pretty oh, good luck for I, Johnny Cash. I... I well, unfortunately, my Google is busy at the moment. <laughs> well, when you're when you finish with the one, I don't think I want to see that. That's right. Uh, yeah. So everything ever all at once cleans up the Oscars. Not a horror movie, but definite genre. Well, it's an odd it's little sci-fi. It's a little odd indie movie, right? Yeah. Sci-fi. It's a movie that couldn't have won four years ago. I don't. It's think. a very simple movie yeah. too. At the end, there's not. I mean, well, not story. The story wise, it's you know the simple. movie itself is super complicated. I think it's fun. Oh, it's great. My mother, for instance, said, I don't get it. And that was her. She's like, it's people, it's people and be nice. That's what this is. And it's a bunch of nonsense all around that. And yeah. she's like, I didn't enjoy that movie. I said, well, I guess surprising kind of right. she, She's famously an Academy voter. <laughs> she fits the With her ER on 24 hours a day. I took a break from ER for this. <laughs> right? No, my mother said she wants to watch it. And I'm just like. Uh, it's a lot. She 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 tells me she's like I taped it on Showtime and I was like right, it's a lot. I don't I don't know if you're gonna like it. <laughs> and I don't want to have to answer a bunch of questions one day about what you watched because I can't answer them. I knew I liked it. I knew that I hoped it won because it was so original. And I liked that it could win because post two thousand eight is the only time it could even been nominated because it, it would never have made a short list of five nominations. In two, you know, from 2009 until I think Parasite, you know, just broke the whole mold open, which is great. And what about irrelevancy in award shows in general? Like, so now you might as well grasp because you're really at the point where no one cares. So you got to grab a younger audience. You have to. They realize that they won't exist anymore. But they've needed that. That's yeah. been a running thing for decades. I agree. The but now they're at the point. The voting block was so just established old white men forever. And that's why what always won were it's these period now. pieces. Yeah, they've, they've been diversifying and making it younger and adding to the the voting block for, for years. And we're 
seeing the results of it with what gets nominated and what wins. Well, yeah, Jordan Peele, right? Jordan That's Peele what, and Taika Waititi won the same year. What year did that happen? I want to say 2018 movie, so 2019 Oscars. So Peele got it for Get Out? And Taika Waititi got it for Jojo Rabbit. Okay. Two, two you know, pop culture favorite writers. Yeah, and one uh, horror, horror. One and, definitely horror. And the other one was whatever. You never saw Jojo Rabbit? I saw Jojo Rabbit. I don't know how I place that in what kind of film that is. Oh, historically accurate. Yeah, right. I I failed history multiple times. No, wait, it was math I failed. I did fine in history. That's not historically accurate. It was a good movie, though. You had a a solid C- on on, uh, English. I don't remember English class. I remember that... Do you remember everything? Is your name Alice? That's Hurt Johnny Cash. I remember everything. Mm. I heard he dressed up like Elton John once. I, you know, I did hear that. Mm-hmm. I can't remember where. I heard it from Bob Hoskins. Oh, <laughs> you know what? Wolverine, I was thinking, I saw at one point, and someone brought up to me, is he is basically a slasher monster. He's got knives on the end of his hands, he's unkillable, and he just keeps coming for you. But and he's coming for bad people. Mm, he's not hope. coming to slaughter the innocent. Well, do Jason? you remember when we saw Logan? The first time. The Wolverine Logan. And not Bob Hoskins. Saw Logan for the first time, and his, his daughter, I've only seen, oh, X-23, immediately in a fight situation, has tactics and can hide <laughs> and jump out and, and really has a plan. And then we see Wolverine, and he's just running right at bullets right. again. That's the only thing he's ever learned. He's been alive since the 1800s, and his plan is still run right at it. And Every she's been day. alive for like 20 minutes, and she's like, what if I hide in the corner and pop out and decapitate him? So again, no no, any, no kind of evolution, no yeah. thought. The same, that's, a, that's a slasher movie. That is a slasher monster. It's just He just happened to be recruited by a team and aimed in the right direction. That should have been the post credit scene on the original X-Men. <clears throat> that ends with him saying, or X, X2, that ends with him saying, Xavier saying, sometimes evolution takes us a leap forward, and then Wolverine can just run right in front of a tank and then go, and sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> I thought you were going to say the end of Logan, you've got the clawed hand coming out of the grave, and it yeah. grabs a hockey mask, and then that's how it ends. I would have watched it. I, I'm okay with these things. I want a ghost fight for Scream 7. Yeah, we're done with Scream now. That's all we've talked about. Well, that's on my mind. I did a lot of research, yeah. so it's stuck in my head. Guillermo del Toro, horror guy, wins. What Jamie Lee Curtis, horror? ultimate oh, horror. Shape of Water, we just talked about. Ultimate that. horror. Yep. Scream Queen wins. Is it so? It's a younger voting block. So that's what you can see. You can track the the way it's been going. A few years back, Sylvester Stallone was nominated for playing Rocky in the first Creed, and he was excellent, and he did not win. Mark Rylance won for Bridge of Spies, a movie nobody under the age of 50 saw. I don't even know who Mark Rylance is. Mark Rylance is the boat captain, uh, the boat, the guy with the little boat in Dunkirk that takes us. Oh, yes. Okay. Oh, Mark Rylance, great. But nobody saw that movie. I didn't. But the voting block percentage of people that would have seen it is way higher than in real life. Everybody who saw Creed was like, what a great story. 40 years later, Sylvester Stallone could win an Oscar for playing this role again. He's so good in it. He so deserved. Did not win. This year, I think we saw how the voting block has changed. People who deserved recognition forever. Jamie Lee Curtis is not even the best supporting actress in everything, everywhere, all yeah, at once. Yeah, that's true. This felt more like a lifetime achievement kind of a But award. I'm fine with it. Because <clears throat> oh, yeah, me too. it's 45 years, 47 years of, of interesting roles and in, uh, carrying a horror franchise to great heights. And that's what she won for. And that's great. It's not like she's bad in the movie. 
but she doesn't have the part that uh, Stephanie Shu uh, has where she's just dynamic as the daughter. Oh, okay. Um, so, yeah, like you can see, like Mad Max Fury Road won all the technical awards, the costuming and, and editing and sound, and then it didn't win Best Picture. But you've told me every part of this movie is better than every part of other movies, but it didn't take Best Picture. It would now. And that's the change that's been slowly happening. We saw them start getting nominated, and now we're starting to see them win. Parasite may basically blowing the doors off of it. Okay. A movie that would never get nominated before. No, and that was right before the pandemic. And that's right? what happened, was for two years, movies just didn't come out. Right, 2020, that won, and I remember being yeah. excited because that was a cool movie to win it. Not that awards matter. But, but what else won that year? Joaquin Phoenix won for Joker. Which is a movie that, you know, it's, it's a pretty good movie, but I his like, performance is great. I like that you looked at me like, I know the answer to but, who won. And, all right, so Joker. He but won for Joker. Great performance. Won. Mm-hmm. Oh, gave it the performance. Didn't do anything else. No. Move on. 1917 was supposed to win everything. But what really was, was this masterpiece for Roger Deakins cinematography. Gave him an Oscar. Roger Deakins is the guy who makes all the films who are super pretty. Right? Yeah, he, didn't, he was nominated again this year and he didn't win. And I didn't see either movie, the winner or the movie he made. But it is the 14th time. The Academy has asked me to accept that somebody did Roger Deacon's job better than him, and I, and I refused to. What were he did the the coward the assassination of that Jesse was James by the coward okay. Robert Ford. That was he Long, did not win for that. Yeah, just a couple. I just don't remember. He, he, he did uh, uh, Skyfall. Skyfall, which is, super is the most pretty. beautiful movie I've ever yep. seen. He did uh, No Country for Old Men. Oh, yep, that was a night. I believe he was nominated against himself that year, which is which probably cost him. <laughs> He did Blade Runner 2049, which I think is what he finally won for. I've only seen the um, uh, Drax parts, Dave Bautista, but that was uh, pretty cool. He's the master of cinematography. And once you once you see, like if you watch Skyfall, <clears throat> which you've seen, I yeah. remember seeing a trailer for Blade Runner 2049, and within like 30 seconds of the trailer, I was like, I think Roger Deakins shot this no, movie. You, and he's it recognizable. Every one of the movies He's got the most listed, recognizable, beautiful frames. And that's why I mean, it took him 11 tries to win, 11 nominations to win. And, like, I disagree. You know, it's funny. I remember the scene. I don't remember the movies because God help me remember anything. But I remember, like, those are very pretty movies. Yeah. So Well, Skyfall was one where I walked out of the theater and I just thought, I think that's the most beautiful movie ever. Oh, all the scenes on the moors? Everything. Were fantastic. Everything. That the, whole finale the, was great. The fight uh, in, I don't know if they're in Tokyo where they are with the, <clears throat> the lit up buildings behind them. I just the watched the first Daniel Craig one, the Casino Royale. Yeah, sure. It was very parkour at the beginning, and it was fantastic. That was the height of parkour. parkour. That was the height of parkour. Oh, it was the height. That was, was the actual parkour guy. The guy <laughs> they cast was like famous for parkour. I didn't know there was a parkour guy. There was. That was the guy. Mm. <clears throat> but they used it in such a brilliant way where, yeah, the little guy's you know jumping through vents, and then he's just running through drywall. It really established the character for the blunt instrument aspect of the character. Okay, I agree. I, I didn't think it's bad. It's just it was it's very, a great movie. it's very dated. It's like yeah, what was it in the Punisher War Journal or War Zone? Yeah, the parkour team, that the yeah. parkour gang. Yeah, I don't know. Can we? We can do spoilers, right? Like doesn't for, matter for, for Punisher. Movies? For Punisher, sure. Yeah. I don't know how we don't go. don't spoil Scream Six. That's all you got to do. All right, but some movies like I'm I'm kind of interested in these toilet things. I'm like, well, how do they end? Like, I want to know how the toilet stories end. I can't spoil. Holy shit. Well, well, older movies, so we'll have to figure out a line on what uh, the no. Well, holy shit just came. It, holy are, shit doesn't even come out to the twenty first. Well, our no listeners will have to. You yeah, know, look for holy shit on the twenty first on Screenbox. It was very fun. Twenty first of what? March. 
March. Okay. You're listening to this uh, probably way in the future, so it's already out. Oh, yeah. It's been out for years. Yeah. I mean, lots of It's really good. You should watch point. it. So it's a classic, actually. so we can do spoilers. That is my new pitch, that we can just talk about anything, because nobody's going to listen to Well, we to recorded this. a Scream 6 spoiler podcast that I'm going to put out in 2025. <laughs> but I got it in my pocket. No, no that'll go up. To it. That'll go up next week. Or this weekend, or whenever. We'll figure it out soon. Um, so March 23rd, it's going to be out. March 21st. It's already been out. Never mind. Yeah. Screenbox has had some really good stuff come out. Is that Terrifier 2? Red... Ooh, I still haven't seen the Terrifier movies. Terrifier 2. And uh, there's a movie that last year that I loved that I, that was nominated for... I mean, I did the nominations, so that's not hard to get, I guess. It was nominated for best... Uh, it, was one, it was one of the top ten movies I saw for Scare Value last year was uh, When the Screaming Starts, which was a very funny horror comedy of a man who wants to be a serial killer so he starts a serial killer family he's just he's got his, a serial, like other people like or Charles Manson and his a little cult a cult together, and so uh that. it's very funny very funny movie that I like funny movies I like that one a lot it, they also had The Outwaters which is the best reviewed movie of the year so far for Scary Valley what was that the found footage movie oh is that the one where it's the randomness, like just noises and things. They that use you... they use audio audio better yeah, than I've seen words. anybody do it in these things. Uh, that was a great movie. Uh, there's there's they've been they they've had a lot of good foreign movies come out. There's one called Yellow Dragon's Village that was super fun. That starts off like a typical kind of oh this is a creepy place and they're gonna kill us. And then turns into just like a wild martial arts revenge movie that is super fun to watch. That's super fun. I love when movies do that. When I'm watching something for a half an hour and then it's like, gotcha, now we're gonna now we're all ready to attack. And it's super it's so fun. That's a it's been a good good Uh, little place. The Brotherhood of the Wolf had some of that. Like it was a martial artsy uh, Well does a does a wolf show up? Because I swear to God if I get tricked a third time. You know, I saw that in the theater a long time ago, so it might have. Oh, I believe better. there is a monster. If there isn't a wolf. I think there's a, a twist. I think there's a false monster. I think there's a real monster. I think there's love. I think there's cholera. I think there's a lot going on. I will say this. The two movies that I got tricked into watching were good. It's just that I, I need to watch a werewolf movie <clears throat> to review every full moon. Oh, so when it's two days before the full moon, and I'm like, value. there's no wolf in this movie. <laughs> I get very annoyed with it. But you can go with the titles, right? You can go, it's a wolf in the title. No, because I, but if, you ever, if you ever went to the website, scarevalue.com, and read the reviews, I, I do get into... I, I read a review. I do get into, in the wolf movies, how they stack up to wolf movies, how the transformations are, how the... the, the like, it's wolf-centric. So I guess the review would just be, no wolf present. Yeah. Well, you write down the transformation, you go, pretty bad. You get to, I don't know, wolf uh, uh, plot line, you go, pretty terrible. Like, you're missing the mark yeah. a little bit. You can review them. I watched Viking Wolf for this this past month's full moon, March's full moon, and it was pretty good. Uh, also foreign language, don't remember what language. Oh, it's Icelandic maybe or Nordic. Um, Makes sense because the Viking Minnesota, part. but it's not about a Viking who turns into a wolf, and it was very, it made <clears throat> me very sad. What was it about? I think we talked about this in the last podcast. Maybe we didn't. Maybe we talked about fourth podcast. It's a, it's a it's a family drama. Oh boy. About a, a mother. And All right, I've already fallen asleep. Yeah. We can we can move on. Well, the mother is hunting this whatever's happening. A cougar has to come to learn about werewolves during the course of her investigation. And you would you believe it? Her daughter is cursed by the lichens, lycanthropes. Back to the underworld. Mm. What it's about not a bad. misanthropic lycanthrope? It has a really good uh, long transformation scene, and I like I like transformation scenes. 
I can't just fell out of the ceiling again. That happened once when I was in a Zoom interview with the Buffalo Bills, yeah. which is a hard thing to recover from. There he goes. Oh. Bye, cat. Yep. That one is named Alice. She remembers everything. That's it's true. That's Johnny Cash hurt. Yeah. Trent Reznor hurt. Boo. Well, it's weird I couldn't remember that. Remember what? Everything. Everywhere. Okay. All, All at once. All at once? It took me a very long time to learn the name of that movie, and I'm still kind of shaky on it. But it won. It won almost everything. It was... Uh, Everywhere. All at once. It won them all in one night, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was happy for, for Short Round, for sure. It's a great comeback story. Brendan Fraser, another great comeback story. Yep. So the Oscars, when they do things like that, that's better than Mark Rylance, with no offense to Mark Rylance, but I'm never going to see Bridge of Spies. It's a movie that's made for old people. And that's I'm how old, they were. But I'm not that old. Like that's a that's a that's a dad movie when your kids are in high school. Yeah, but like you're almost that old. Technically, I'm a oh when your kids are in high, high school, school. They right? have to be they have to be raised enough that you know they can feed themselves. Yeah, but you know what? Think about when like people our parents, the old people, the people we consider old now. Yeah. The movies they had to watch were not very interesting or very very. They had seventies. They got to the 70s, yeah, but look what they grew up watching. All of that nonsense. I feel like the 70s was more a younger kid He also thing. had three channels. Yeah, they had three. My mother told me a story that back before color TV, they used to take a little like piece of mylar with like three, like blue on the top third, and then like yellow or peach in the middle, and slap it on the TV so it would kind of line up with like the sky being blue and the ground being green, but it was just a bar of color across various wow. points. And that was color TV. I had a black and white TV in my bedroom when I was a kid. I think I had one too. That crazy. We're like I, we're like that, and very few old. things came across the antenna. But there was something yeah. called Designing Women that I watched. Wow. Herman's Head was a show I enjoyed. Herman's Head was in the nineties. That was in the that wasn't black and white. We had upgraded to color in our bedroom. Yeah. But I'm just trying to remember the things that came across on antenna television. Herman's Head is post Simpsons. Because one of the stars of it is from is Lisa from The Simpsons. Is it? Yeah. One of the voices in his head, I think, was Lisa from The Simpsons. There was also one about a family, or no, a bunch of strangers. There's a nuclear bomb going off, and they all get stuck in like a cottage from all varying different backgrounds. And it was a comedy, question mark? And I believe one episode, there was a giant mutated turkey coming that was going to destroy them all. But then uh, it started to rain, and it looked up and drowned, and that's how they resolved that this is so swear to God, this is a show. It's about people who survive a nuclear apocalypse. I feel in like we're getting bad reception and we're stuck between two channels. <laughs> I believe it was on Fox and I believe it was aired with Herman's Head. Not at the same time, which would have been interesting, but like afterwards. Ugh. I don't know. That's a challenge to you, listener. Go find out what the show is and then uh, call it in. Yeah, Kitty's the only one who listens, so well, she'll, then have to, she'll, she'll have to yell over the. Should be pretty easy for her to give me a call. She knows my number. Yeah. All right, but that show exists. It was a thing. I don't know about that. <laughs> I'm not endorsing that one. A turkey looked up and died. That is that is the plot of the show, you remember? A mutated turkey. <laughs> Giant mutated turkey. And it, it wasn't the plot, but it was the resolution to the plot. It drowned. Yeah, the plot was the turkey was coming. <laughs> the plot was yeah. the turkey was coming. But I don't know about that. So, we got Evil Dead coming out in a month. Evil Dead Rise. Or it came out like six years ago. So we'll have to do a Evil Dead Week podcast. 
Which we, I think we talked about how much I enjoyed the remake yeah. of the Evil Dead. Which so took you 10 years. 10 to years. So, but I'm, I'm on board. They look genuinely scary. So yeah. it's super fun. I tried for 10 years to get I, you to watch the movie. I watched it. And like I told you, I, I am shocked that I was actually scared by a horror film. Like something scared me. I'm like, this is creepy. This is really creepy. Again, I'm I, having fun. In 2013, I began to tell you, I think you're really going to like this movie. Yeah. And it took you 10 years. I got there. Of having it. Oh, yeah, I know. To decide, yeah, maybe I'll believe him. <laughs> or did you turn it on and be like, I doubt it. Hey, but I watched the David Cross one, like, right away. You yep. told me about that a week ago, I think. Yep, you gotta watch uh, those orphan movies you keep telling me you're gonna mm. watch. That and the Terrifiers. Well, the thing is, I gotta wait for the kids to be away, because I can't watch them with the kids. And no, I fall asleep no, at, like, no, 8 o'clock. No. The thing is Ben Grimm. Mm, he is. Michael Chiklis is... What was the show he was on? The Shield? Yeah. The Shield. That's the thing. Who and the Commish. He was the, the thing commish. in those movies. And then there was... Uh, who was the... Th- Jamie Bell was the thing in the new... Who was Miles Teller? Miles that's Teller was name. Mr. Fantastic. Reed Richards himself. Reed Richards himself. Who was Dr. Doom? In that movie? Yeah. I don't remember. And it was the guy from that... Nip Tuck. Yeah. <laughs> Another early aughts television show. That is correct. I don't know, how were those movies not hits? There was a weird, I think in that Nip Tuck, there was like a serial killer yeah. chasing them for one of the seasons. I think that's cool. right, but I never saw one episode of it. I feel um, like I saw a few Lawrence seasons. Fishburne was the Nora Red, the Silver Surfer. Was he? Yeah. I really don't remember that second Silver Surfer or Fantastic Four movie. It's, really, it's just his voice, but uh, okay. still it's Lawrence Fishburne from one of the greatest movies of all time. Searching for Bobby Fisher. That is a good movie. Yeah. Did that win any Oscars? Ah, uh, no. Oh, that makes me sad. The director wrote Schindler's List, which I believe he won an Oscar for. I mean, he didn't write the book, but he wrote the screen. I have never seen Schindler's List. Yeah. Uh, that Would that count as a horror film? It's pr- it's pretty horrific. That's what I mean. So does that count? I wouldn't put it on the, the site because it's not really... Uh, one thing about horror... I think is you when, should review that movie for the... One thing about horror statement. when bad things are happening in horror, they're usually for fun. <laughs> it's fun to watch people get murdered? N- not in that context. So context matters. It is in Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Okay. But... Oh, I have a review coming up for... Uh, Wait. Hold on real quick. Yeah. Didn't Jerry Lewis try to do like a yes. comedy about the famously and it's still un- the day the clown cried or yeah. something and it's never going to be released? Oh, I think it is going to be released. I think he, because he's dead now, I think that there's a, uh, I think a, there is a, like a drop Holocaust dead date on it. comedy coming? Yeah. yeah, he's not the only one. Didn't Roberto Benigni win an Oscar for the same thing? What did he do? Life is Beautiful. I never, it's about the I'm Holocaust? I'm pretty sure it's the same thing. It's a, it's a I pretty I okay I, I can't speak okay. to knowing this but isn't Jacob the Liar with Robin Williams also the same thing? I never. Aren't there three Holocaust movies? When I was not, they're not actually playing the clowns. Boy, the boy in the striped pajamas is that? That's a Holocaust movie. I, I think know, you're just throwing words together now. But uh, Jacob the Liar, <laughs> the man in the yellow hat. In my opinion, in my not knowing what they're about. If you were to ask me what Life Is Beautiful and Jacob the Liar are about, they're both about people during the Holocaust trying to uplift spirits, which is which is the plot of The Day the Clown Cry. Tinker Taylor, Soldier Spy. But I'm pretty positive Roberto Benigni won an Oscar for it. Now, again, he's not playing a clown. Okay, right, I get he's you. he's playing, it's the same idea, I think. I don't know. Maybe it's not. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe. I you feel know like you know it might be right. I, I watch a lot like of, it might be right. I watch a lot of horror movies. Don't watch a lot of Holocaust movies. But don't, we admit they're horrific, so, yeah. you know. Mm. There's a difference between horrific and horror. I think you need to review 
Schindler's List yeah. for scare value. Uh, five stars. Com. Five out of five. It's great. Five out of five. Man, I really cared about the characters. Good job drawing me in. Yeah, it's it's horrible. <laughs> it's the same year Jurassic Park came out. This dude gave us like Steven Spielberg goes out and he's like, I'm gonna Wait, give Schindler's you Schindler's List and the original Jurassic Park? Yeah. Wow. I'm gonna give you okay. one of the all time great creature features. Fun popcorn eating summer blockbuster, and um, also the scariest thing you've ever seen. Yeah, it's horrible. Okay. It's it's not a movie you can watch twice. I didn't watch it once. That's true. Not going. Kitty think was trying to get me to watch it a while ago. I'm like, why am I going to watch that? Was she going to watch it for a second time? I think so. What a psychopath! <laughs> <laughs> it sounds sad, and I get it. Oh, th- does it sound sad? It does sound a little sad. Remember, I didn't fail history. I know what happened. It was not fun. I got a review coming out for Friday the 13th, A New Beginning. Part 2. No, part, it would be Part 5. It's not in the title, but Friday the 13th, A New Beginning. How many beginning. Friday the 13th are there in total? 12, because 12. they can't get their shit together. The most obvious box office winner of all time, Friday the 13th, Part 13. Can't get it done. Um, can't, can't get it done. Skip it. Move on to 14. Stuff's starting to get possibly made soon in, in the Jason... Uh, Cannon again for the first time because they've they settled have a Jason some Jason cannon that shoots Jasons at yeah. the enemy. Ooh. He shoots them into space. I want to. <laughs> I want to be on that boat. Uh, Friday the Thirteenth Part Five. We'll just call it for simplicity. Is one of the bad ones. Okay. Uh, I know it's a series known for its high quality. Um, that is the one that is basically a soft core porn, and also just doesn't even have Jason in it. It's but, the Jason imposter. But those are the ones that would bring Jason. I saw Jason in space, X, I think, Jason X. Yeah. And he woke up because of fornication. Yeah. He smelled it, and he woke up from... But this isn't even Jason. Let me oh explain boy. to you the plot of Friday the oh 13th, boy. A New Beginning. Jason Voorhees has died at the end of four. Corey Feldman hacked him apart. Good for Corey Feldman. Yes. Now, Corey Feldman is all grown up, and because of the trauma surrounding his life, he's in a halfway house with a bunch of other... Uh, at-risk youths. Halfway a house and halfway what? It's yeah. a transformer? Don't start things if you don't have endings. I'm not going to bail you out. It's a transformer. It's a half house, half robot. Suddenly, Jason Voorhees seemingly comes back and starts killing everyone. But we find out in the end, it's not Jason Voorhees. It's Roy the paramedic. <laughs> is he from another movie? Or he is, is from it? this movie. He is picking up one of the dead bodies from an accident at the halfway house where... A very annoying person gets chopped with an axe by one of the other at-risk youths. And they take this man, Vic, who killed the, killed the kid, off to jail. And Royce, it's, his, it's Roy's son we learn later, somehow. And he snaps and starts killing everybody. Now, Pete, does he kill the only person that deserves it in this scenario, Vic? No, we never see Vic again. He kills some greasers that are out by the road, some hillbillies, and a bunch of the people at the halfway house. So he was a soch. He was... A sociopath, yeah. Solid. Yeah, right. thank you. We could end there. No, uh, we're not getting <laughs> better than that. One. Leave him on high We're just going downhill. Push the end button. We're not getting better than that one. Um, that movie was directed by a former porn director who puts in a lot of excessive nudity. It's, it's, it's a movie that isn't anything that you kind of want it to be, but it still looks and feels enough like the other Jason movies of that era that it kind of gets a pass. It's bad, but it's not like he Jason was, goes to hell bad. He was wearing the hockey mask, Roy he, the paramedic. He was wearing, wearing a hockey mask, 
the Seahawks guys, but with blue colors instead of red. That's how you knew. Because Tommy, at the same time, is having visions of the of the Jason he knows with the red. Who's Tommy? Tommy like Tommy a, Jarvis from the, that is the uh, he was like a the grown up character kid. of of uh, Corey Feldman. Oh, okay. I didn't know the name. Yeah. All right. So the 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 it's a it's like it's a bad it's a rotten onion because the first layer is years after the supposed death of Jason Voorhees, a, a traumatized Tommy Jarvis is is the main suspect when the killings start again. That's a decent plot for a Jason movie. That is not the plot of this movie. That is the outer shell of the movie. And then you get inside, and it's Roy the paramedic. That's fantastic. Who you see once in one scene early, and then for an hour and 20 minutes, you're supposed to remember this person is even in the movie when he's unmasked at the end. Hello, or Friday the 13th, five, huh? Or part, a, a new part beginning. Five. A new yeah, beginning. A new beginning. Okay. Yes, so, yeah. And a lot of annoying characters that just you wanted to see die. Do they die? Yeah, everybody. Like, All right, a good. Lot. No, That's it's, what you want. It, it, it is, and it isn't. You want Jason. So one of the things we've talked about before, Halloween Ends, one of the things people don't like about it is that it's about a different character. It's, it's mostly about this character, Corey Cunningham. This is, okay. the, this is the prototype for that. You want a Jason movie? Here's Roy the Paramedic. All right. So not, don't look out for that one. I mean, look out for the review. This is, this but, is what we're doing now, movies to avoid? That's avoid a movie. this one? I don't know. Like, here's the thing. I w- that movie came out in 1985. I was probably renting it all the time when I was eight or nine years old, ten years old. It has a lot of softcore pornography in it. It has a lot of death in it. I loved the movie when I was growing up. And then you watch it, and you're like, oh, this is, this is a bad one. Which goes back to like the main point I have about these Friday the 13th movies. People from outside of horror fans complain that they're all the same. But they're not the same. It'd be better if they were all the same. This one is, is, a, is an imposter, Jason. We put him in space. We have a body-swapping movie. We have... He fights a telekinetic person. He but fights Freddy. We put Jason. him in Manhattan. This guy never just sat down and just was like, let me kill some counselors today. That happened three times, and one of them was a remake. No. Yeah, right. He's got stuff to do. I, He's a busy guy. I just, I just hate that the series is... I think he should is, direct the porn next time. I hate that the series is... And then kill them. I hate that the series is seen as like, it's always the same movie. I wish it was always the same movie. Because <laughs> part two is great. Why didn't they just make that one 11 more times? I don't remember part two, so I'm hoping somebody out there will. I've asked you to watch part two. You've asked me to watch a lot of movies. Yeah. We've already listed like six of them in this in this episode alone. Over the span of the last 27 <laughs> years, 29 years, I have asked you to watch a lot of movies. You and watched one. I watched Evil Dead. <laughs> Ten years minute, later. Yeah. But I watched it. I got there. But Friday the 13th part two is one of my all-time favorite movies. I think it doesn't get nearly the credit it deserves for being the... Halloween brought slasher movies into, you know, the flourish that they had in the 80s. That's true. And Friday 13th Part 1 showed this can be a sustainable model for not just the series, but a lot of things. But the good ideas from the bad 80s horror movies, because Halloween's actually a great movie, the the good ideas that you saw in the other movies, the fast-pacedness, the character development, the things, that really was in Part 2, not Part 1. Part one is kind of a static movie, and part two is very dynamic. Okay. And the, the long chase scene that's in two is, you see that in the first Scream movie. It's, it's basically the same idea. It's, it's really 
what made those movies good came from not part one, but part two. I mean, it all came from Halloween. But these were all coming off uh, Halloween, right? These it all was these, well, night, uh, Friday the Thirteenth and Nightmare on Elm Street, and I'm trying, trying to think. And the I'm trying to think of the franchises. They were all like early '80s, right? Like yeah. that's when they all started. Yeah. Being Nightmare like, on Elm Street was '84. Friday the Thirteenth was '80. Okay. Um, they're all trying to. Well, Nightmare on Elm Street less, but Friday the Thirteenth is just trying well, to make money off Halloween. I don't know. I guess my question was, how much are they influ- Were they like influencing each other? This is what or I mean. Was it Part One? Friday the Thirteenth Part One is massively just ripping off Halloween. It's the same slow kind of stalking Pacing things. And, yeah. and, except you can't see the killer because it's a mystery. So it's a whodunit on top of it. Uh, and it's good. And then part two is a different animal. Part two is is a much more what slashers become. So it's not like the next evolution of Halloween because it's not nearly as good as Halloween. But it's what the rest of the 80s would be like. The more more uh, interesting, more, more bloody, more faster, more... And then they take the turn somewhere where it's now just like the camp factor, or like the fun. Yeah, they take that right in three. That's the funny thing. For, for this, for its own series, it only lasts that one movie. Okay. And then four is good again. So three is kind of like a downer, and then four is back to good, and then five is a real downer, and six is the comedy version of it, which is good. And then we're just into nonsense, seven, eight, nine, ten. We're just into complete nonsense at that point. Where it's If you're coming to see Jason, you're not coming to see a Friday the 13th movie. Well, yeah, I don't. That is the Jason I really remember from my childhood yeah. too. Is oh no, it's Jason. It's that's what you're going to watch. You're right. going to watch him. You're not looking for, and that was fun. That's yeah. what I remember. That's so. I guess that's why I like monster movies more than anything else because he's a monster. Yeah, that's part one. Is you don't see the killer the whole time because it's it's a it's a whodunit. Basically, it's yeah. a bad whodunit, right? Because you don't you're not introduced to this character or know that she exists the whole time. But part two. You know Jason's mother. You know it's Jason in part two, and um, you don't see him reveal until the third act, but you know that's what is happening. And then when he pops out of the bed and starts killing everybody, it's great. And that third act is incredible, and I think it deserves much more credit than it gets. When we saw, I mean, we we're going to talk about Scream, but when we saw Scream 6, one of the questions that Kirby and Mindy discussed was, what's your favorite Friday the 13th? And that's the only one they didn't agree on. It was two and four, and that's fair. That's a that's a, a, a horror people fight. That's, that's something you guys fair. fight over. Uh, every four is I think most people's favorites, and I think that they're wrong. I, I think it's my it's <laughs> listen it's my it's my second or third favorite. It's one of the one of the really, really good ones. But I think two is the best one, and four couldn't exist if two didn't do what two does. He doesn't have a hockey mask in two. He has a bag on his head. Does the verses factor in like in the middle? Has there been one uh, a new? Friday the 13th movie since? That's the 2009. Okay. So the last one then the was Freddy versus... Oh, no. So Freddy versus Jason, does that factor in as a number? Or it's a standalone? It counts as one of the 12. But so here's not... the thing. None of them have been numbered since 8. Oh, okay. Because so... they lost the rights to the name. This is where all the problems started. Oh, I think I remember you saying yeah. this. Yeah, so yeah. that's why it's called Jason Goes to Hell the Final Friday, Jason X, Freddy versus Jason. Right. And then Friday 13th, 2009 remake, does have that name. So like everything's... I don't know how they got, even got that one out because these things have been in dispute for so long. Somebody owns Jason, somebody owns Friday the 13th because Jason isn't a character in the original screenplay. Right. So what's that worth? That's I don't understand. And they couldn't get out of their own way to make money all these years. Because you could dump one of these things for $5 million every year in the box office. We'll make 30 every year. Like clockwork. You don't have to be good. No, that's Every what year. I think we've learned with horror, right? Yeah. You can just put out low budget. You don't have to spend a ton of money. Just a semi-decent story, and you're going to get Don't even it. need it. 
No, not for this slasher. series. Not for this series. Something as established. As Scream things? has to have a good story because that's its thing. It's an expectation. Uh, three didn't have a good story. Series went away. Four bombed. Four had a good story. Series came back eleven years later. It works again. Uh, Friday Thirteenth doesn't need anything. Here's what it needs. We're gonna reopen this camp again. No, you don't want to do that. And you don't want to meet our PE counselor. Yeah, you don't it's, want to open this again. It's Jason. There's Spoiler there's a guy out there in the woods. Uh, we're going to open it anyway. There's your plot. It's the entire plot. That would work every year. What if it was a, a Mighty Ducks return and the goalie isn't the goalie, but it's Jason? Uh, is Emilio Estevez attached? He has to be. I'm interested. All right. He came back for the Disney Plus show briefly. I forgot there was a Disney Plus show. Yeah. I'm not going to watch it. Why would anyone watch it? <laughs> Big fans. Of remember his original. character name? Gordon Bombay. It's amazing the things you can and can't remember. <laughs> Pete, I've known you for 29 years. We've never talked We've about never discussed the, the Mighty, Mighty Ducks. Ducks. Not even in a hockey context. Not once. Because the team existed at some point. I, like you've literally said to me, we're playing Anaheim, but I don't remember what their team name is. Like you, <laughs> yep, I've said that. But you remember Gordon Bombay. I remember Gordon Bombay. Do you remember he was in a movie with, I believe, Mick Jagger called The Free Jack? Free Jack. And I remember Rene nothing Russo. else. Rene Russo. Rene Russo. I remember nothing else. I think I saw it at a drive-thru. If a drive-in? Drive-in. No, it's a drive-in. <laughs> it's a really fast movie. It's really quick. We had to keep going in line in the circle. Pick up. So I heard him say, Hi, I'm Gordon Bombay. I'm in this new movie. You might remember me from Why such films. Why is so memorable? I don't know. Oh, my God. But he was, and he, for some reason, his um, community service was coaching a hockey team. Yeah. And that's uh, what I remember. I think he was a lawyer or something. That sounds right. Yeah. I, I haven't seen that movie since... Then they made another one, and, and another one, one, and now I think Jason should be the goalie. Yeah, he has he has an old school goalie mask. Oh, that's. Do you think they have to when they bring it back? They need to update they'll just it. Have the full cage. That would be, that would be fun. <laughs> would it be? <laughs> I think I think people would go insane. I think people would get really angry really quickly. But okay, but if they get really angry in their houses, how is anybody going to know that they've gotten angry? It's not like there's some community cesspool they can throw their thoughts into. No. Yeah. Scarevalue.com. Don't throw them there. <laughs> That's what I've been doing. Someone has to edit that stuff. I don't know how to do anything. I know that I can write in all capitals, and it makes me seem like I'm important. Or angry. Oh. That's what that means? Yeah. Oh, boy. And, yeah. Oh, boy. I owe my mom an apology. Well, I don't know if the, just lowercasing whore would have made it better. <laughs> And when I was talking about the boots she was wearing? Yeah. Hmm. All right, anyway. Yeah. Note to self. So where were we at? Yeah, Michelle Yeoh won an Oscar. She was in Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Should have won one for I learned during that Oscar telecast, she has no formal martial arts training. And it made me think, she should have dozens of Oscars. Really? <laughs> because I've never believed anything an actor has done more than that Michelle Yeoh has martial arts training. I'm not gonna lie because it was right around then it was who who was all the action movies jet lee was big uh jackie chan had been around forever but he was breaking into america big uh chow yun fat right was a guy and then she was right there in the yep. mix in crouching tiger hidden dragon I'm like she's martial arts 100 percent martial arts. I, i'm still sitting here stunned that you have just i dropped this knowledge couldn't believe it the the pa announcer when you win says like a one or two line thing about your career 
if, how many times she's been nominated. Kind of casually for. said, yeah, yeah, she doesn't do this. Jamie no. Lee Curtis's was. She made her film debut in 1978's Halloween, and this year produced the final chapter of Halloween, which is a lie, because it's the last one she'll be in, but it's not the last Halloween, no, obviously. they're going to keep that one. But that was, her shout-out was Halloween, and Michelle Yao's was no form of martial arts training, and I was stunned. <laughs> Why did they choose to lead that? Because it's the most impressive thing I've ever That's heard. Tr- All right, fair enough. All the Oscars. Because we're talking about it. Right. <laughs> it is a conversation. Now, I wish, I wish that when Brendan Fraser had won, they would have also said that he had no form of martial arts training. I felt like I needed further updates. <laughs> On everyone's status yeah. vis-a-vis martial arts like, what, what, what belt are you? What belt are you? Yeah. I have a yellow belt that I got because I think they gave it to you if you've just gone there for a certain amount of time. They're like, here you go, kid. That's the, I paid my due. I paid, yeah, no, that's the, the white dues. belt. No, the white belt's free. Oh. That's just to, if you come for their usual trading, but then you get your yellow belt when you've paid your dues. Wow. So... That's, you get them for uh, times arrived. Can you guess why I took martial arts uh, as a child? You took martial arts as a I child? I took martial arts as no, a child. No, why you took them? Yeah, yeah. Why did I take it? Oh, boy. I'm going to say because you watched Karate Kid. Ninja Turtles. Ah, so close. And then I found out you don't live in sewers and fight the Foot Clan or other mutant animals. So well, did I, you get the green belt? No, I didn't. <laughs> Nope, just got the April O'Neil yellow. Uh, We know where I rank in martial arts. Yeah, you cover the news. Reporter. Reporter. Um, Brandon Fraser, George of the Jungle, Oscar winner. Saw that in the theater. George of the Jungle, uh, we saw that theater with uh, Leslie Mann, I believe. I think you are... Yeah, Leslie Mann. That's right. Thomas Hayden Church. Lowell himself. Lowell himself. The Sandman. (laughs) The Sandman. He was nominated for an Oscar, too. Did not win. Sideways. That was with the guy who was in the dumpster that time. Oh, God. The best episode. If everyone stop what you're doing right now, go to YouTube and look up One Man's Trash from the Chris Gethard Show. Watch it for 45 minutes. Come back. You're welcome. (laughs) It's the best episode of television ever produced anywhere by anyone. Everyone's talking about, oh, I love The Last of Us. I love The Last Mandalorian. Fuck those shows. Go watch One Man's Trash. I have to, about once a year, I feel like I can just hear it calling. It starts to play in the back of my mind, and I say, it's about time I see if that's still on YouTube. Did you watch any of The Last of Us? I have not. I never played the game. I know what it's about. I, I get it. I'm, I'm going to watch you it. You love Pedro Pascal. We all love Pedro we Pascal. We all love Pedro Pascal. He's in everything I watch. Like, he's in. he's my guy. So he's... Great, but I ah, see. I got to go get, edit them into all of the movies I ask you to watch, and then you can watch them. I'll get to it eventually. <laughs> well, I like I the Mandalorian started again, yes. and I haven't watched. I haven't watched that yet either. I usually wait till it ends to exactly. run through it. But uh, I did watch the first because Last of Us ended, so I did watch the first. Oh, episode. it's over now. Yes. Okay. Nine episodes. I think I watched the first episode. Did you play the game? Yeah. Okay. I watched the first episode. They're not lying. It's very good. Yeah, it's very very good. Weird. He's great in it. Of course. I'm assuming that it's going to be a great show and very emotional and. Horror and sadness. Yes. Yeah. Nicholas Cage update. I saw that he's in like a Western or something. I can buy it. I on, saw that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I heard nothing about it, but I'm interested. Uh, he's going to be Dracula next yep. month. Oh, the Renfield. He's Renfield Dracula yeah. and Renfield next month. With the guy from the menu, the Beast. Oh, he was so good in the menu. A fine film. Maybe I the saw, quick... see, I saw the I saw the menu. Yep. I watched that one. And you liked it. I did it's like, like it. It's almost as if things I recommend, you end up liking them all, even if it takes you 10 years. The reason that the Evil Dead thing is so interesting, <laughs> listener, is that he loves... No one's listening Evil to Dead. This. Someone. Kitty's listening. Hi, Kitty. <laughs> Hi, Kitty. Um, 
he loves the Evil Dead. Loves it. I think it's because of the lack of Bruce Campbell. He just was like, ah, it's not really the same thing. And it's not the same thing. But for all the remakes that have come out, that's one of the really good ones. You know, that might have been it. Because yeah. I, I like the franchise, but I really like Bruce Campbell. You like the more absurd it got as it went on. I like absurdity as a rule. Like in any sure. in anything. In movies. And that's why I think I liked everything, yeah. everywhere, all at once so much. I'm like, this makes sense to me. Is like, it the I only... It. I haven't seen all of the Oscar winners. I think it's the only one with the, with the dildo fight in the hallway. And butt plug fights later. Mm. I haven't seen Cimarron, though, from 19, uh, 1940s. Again, had one. I've never seen Schindler's List. Yeah. So, yeah. I know it that's, won an Oscar. That's famously, the butt plug is the one thing he left in color. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, heard, I heard Jojo Rabbit did something like that with some shoes. Yeah, you could not see that coming. And it is a constant source of amazement to both your wife and myself. For Jojo Rabbit? For Jojo Rabbit. Me missing what is clearly a setup for something, just continuously put in your face. Just Sometimes that's all they shoot, and all I can say is, man, that's a weird angle. It's just looking at those shoes. You just thought it was directed by Quentin Tarantino with some taste. I'm not going to lie. That thought crossed my mind. <laughs> that, was a, that was a really good movie. That's, there, there is a World War II movie that I can watch, because it's not literally void of color. <laughs> Like it's not except for that buffalo. It's the Steven Spielberg made an important movie. I don't need to watch an important movie. I have I went to school when feeling. they still taught you about things like this. <laughs> Take that American yeah. public so education. Like, so when I watch Twelve Years a Slave, it's it's I don't think I saw that. it deepens my understanding. It's not a big surprise reveal that there was a thing called slavery. As it will be in the future. <laughs> what a twist. Especially in Florida. That's gonna be a M night. Shyamalan's are they gonna one. like? What are they gonna do? They're just not gonna release those movies in Florida. I don't know. Is it I once saw... they finish burning all the books? Are they gonna burn all the uh, the movies too? No, I'm no scientist, but I remember watching a Bugs Bunny cartoon where he sawed off Florida and just yes. kind of let it drift away. I've seen that. Co- I've seen that meme. It's a meme. Yeah. All right. I don't yeah. think you saw the cartoon either. I, believe I think I you did. saw. I think you saw a GIF. I don't know. I'm not saying GIF. I don't care what the man who came up with it says. It doesn't no. change that the oh. first word is graphic. You can't change how that is. You know what it was? It was at the it was at the beginning of the drive-through movie, so it was a real quick uh, little one. It's like like three seconds or something. That's what it was. Yeah, that's where I saw it. Yeah, so I don't know what they're gonna do in Florida, but yeah, yeah. Because the hell were we talking about? I'm back. Are they gonna like? I just wonder. We'll get off this because I know people love when we talk about. History. That's history. why I'm, I, I'm drifted away. Because now this podcast head. can't even get. I can't even upload this in Florida. That's, Can you believe that? I'm just I'm vulturing our on, audience. So moving on to the political scene, yeah. what's going on in America today? Yeah. No, though no, I just wanted to say about the uh, like, are they going to start labeling uh, historical movies like the movie Emancipation came out with Will Smith on Apple TV? Is that in Florida alone listed as a science fiction movie? <laughs> and we got to move things like uh, it wasn't worth it wasn't worth going back to the well for. It. I apologize. Well, we're going to turn... What is the one with uh, Captain America there? Chris Evans, where he's on the train. Snowpiercer? Oh, great That's going to be a documentary. Yep. We're just going to have to recategorize everything now. That's a good movie. Bong Joon-ho. Is he the guy who did Parasite. Train? Oh, no. And uh, who did The, the Host, tr- which I've asked you to watch for about five years now. Who did The Tron to Busan? Oh, I don't know who directed that, but that is... That is the Schindler's List of zombie movies. <laughs> I was so sad. I was glad. 
when I got you to watch it, we watched that one together, which we almost never watch movies no. together outside of a theater, but we watched that one together. We watch them inside of a theater all the time. Yeah. We watched that one together, and uh, I was glad it wasn't my first time watching it, because the first time I watched it, I was very sad. This time I was only really sad. It was all right. I liked it. I get how it was sad. I yeah. get it. I thought it was great. It was really. It was a really good zombie movie. It had everything you could want. It was super action-packed, really likable characters, hey, sad you, losses everywhere. When you say, when you keep saying foreign, like foreign language is coming out, like when you say foreign, are we talking like South Korea? Because I know that's a, a lot big of it market. Yeah, that's a big market with horror films yeah. now. They make a lot reason. of good ones, that's why. <clears throat> yeah, because um, that's, again, like some of the, because um, the Tron de Busain is. I saw a German one not that long ago. I saw, there's some Japanese. Obviously with Ringo I think I'm turning stuff. Japanese. Yeah. You really think so? I really think so. You really think so? Uh, the, there's a lot of Japanese. The J-Horror is good. That's what it's called? Yeah. Okay. That's Ringu. Started oh, that, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. That's that's still That still has some, a lot of good stuff. Um, yeah, South Korea is great. They make great movies. All right, a lot of innovation. Uh, one Cut of the Dead. A lot of really is talented that? people. Trini Busan is South Korean. Parasite South Korean. That's They have a lot of really talented people making those movies. And they they take their horror. I mean, U.S. is getting like this, too. There's a lot of seriously good horror makers. And Hasn't they, there always been, though? I feel like that wasn't true in the 90s. There was nobody... Well, no, come on. Like, in the uh, 80s, I mean, are they good or are they 80s? In the Mouth of Madness? Yeah, it's John Carpenter. He's not from the 90s. He just made okay, one more movie. Okay, he was there. All right. Um, I, guess, I guess, like, Event Horizon's good. Yeah, Event Horizon. That was the other one I was yeah. going to go to right now. But are those... But are those the same as, like, Robert Eggers making, like, legitimately artful? I don't think they're the same. I think or so. Or Ari Aster oh, making... Event Horizon is solid. Or Jordan Peele. I just, I don't think it's the same. I don't uh, think those are the same. You know why? Because they're not elevated horror feet. <laughs> My favorite. You know what's really funny? I know what you mean right yeah. now when you say that, but I but I've But I've just described the thing I, I hate. I can't. You absolutely... Good way to gatekeep. Yep. Yeah. I hope there's no women listening to this podcast. <laughs> I am the key master. No, I did it twice. Does busting make you feel good? Oh, God. <laughs> I know, right? Did we just let... Nobody noticed that for 40 years? <laughs> the only way it could have been more obvious is if the line... If the song was playing and that line happened while Dan Aykroyd was getting the blowjob from the ghost. <laughs> there's people... I forgot about that. I forgot about that legitimately. But did people know back then? Because we were we were younger, so clearly it was over our heads, just yeah. like the you know the pool. It was over his head too. <laughs> well, <laughs> it was over part of him. Oh, I get it. Yeah, I caught up. Hmm. Yeah. All right, the hammer is his penis. <laughs> so here's the thing: there's another Ghostbusters coming at the end of the year. I haven't seen the newest Ghostbuster. Well, I wish you would. I'm not going to request that you watch it because I, I don't think it's on that uh, level of I need to talk about it. But when you eventually do, because I think your kids would like it because it's kids in the lead yeah, for a lot I of figure. it. And I think they would like that. And they're getting to the age where they can pay attention and to I the slower parts. And it's fun. It's fun. I didn't dislike the movie at all. But something struck me while I was watching it was, when was I supposed to, in my life, look at Ghostbusters, the movie where Dan Aykroyd gets a blowjob, and they blow up a Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. And and, and um, Bill Murray spends the whole time sexually stalking a woman against her will. At what point was I supposed to look back on this as if it was like this moving masterwork of drama and like, I have to be nostalgic for it in a way that everything oh. has to be 
so serious. It's it's a comedy, right? The first one. I, hey, you know what though? I'll argue that it's it's there's a horror like that ghost oh, yeah, in the 100%. library. Yeah, okay. 100%. Right. But I'm just saying it's a comedy. Yeah, it's not. Why did they make a sequel? This new one that is. It puts it on a pedestal as if it's like Casablanca, and we're making the long lost sequel to Casablanca. Like remember how remember, remember how sweepingly uh, how that movie swept you away in your nostalgia? No, it's 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 not that movie. It's Ghostbusters. What's good about it is that it's just a funny movie. Yeah, yeah. Well, Evil, not Evil Dead Two, which has comedy, but Army of Darkness is. I would argue that is almost a straight comedy. So imagine. If this new Evil Dead we're going to go see is a legacy sequel to that movie, except it's a uh, a moving drama about like what about Ash about Ash's children you didn't know or grandchildren you didn't know about like, why would you make that movie? It's Ghostbusters. Bustin makes them feel good. So there was no more feeling good with their job. They, no, it was they, fine. It just was right. weird. That's it was good. weird. It was it didn't feel at all like a Ghostbusters movie. And I'm not saying it has to, but then why do it? Do they count part two as canon? I, no, only only the female Ghostbusters are canon. <laughs> okay. I remember when that movie came out and everybody was so mad. I mean everybody. I didn't hate it. No, I, just, I think Paul totally. Feig made it and he was mad. Everyone why was, was mad. Why was I didn't hate it either. No, I'm just kidding. Everyone, everyone <laughs> just liked this movie. And they're like, oh, it's ruining my childhood. And I'm like, brother, Ghostbusters 2 ruined your childhood first. That's a terrible movie. But the Carpathian. Yeah, Vigo the Carpathian. Yes. And uh, that painting giving you more livelihood than Bill Murray decided to show up with in that movie. What song was playing when the Statue of Liberty walked through New York to get the good vibes that it needed to power the pink goo? Oh, I don't know. Uh, it's been rattling the, in the my head. The one that popped in my head is wrong, so I know it's what not What did you it. think it was? Walking on Sunshine. That's the like, one. But it's not it. That's the one that's in my head, and it's not it. It's not it. Because you know why? You know why that's in your head? Because that's the song that would have made the most sense. <laughs> you know. know what I think it is? Your love is lifting me high. That is it, I think. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. That's that's really funny, though. I know. It's just like, it, you know, well, hopefully the sequel is a loving uh, love letter to Ghostbusters 2. So we can get the uh, the Vigo Carpathian and the Statue of Liberty back. That's, no, no. They no, walked no. the Statue of I want a of monument. I want another monument to come for the Statue of Liberty. What's they, the Eiffel Tower doing these days? Stonehenge? What's that's that a one? monument? Stonehenge. What's the one with all the faces on the wall? Not a fancy thing. The wall faces in South Dakota. God. No, the Grand Canyon. <laughs> <laughs> Mount Rushmore. For you. Thank you. Uh, higher and Higher, I think, is the name of the song. Is the name of the song? Okay. Maybe, I don't know. I know Bobby Brown had a song on that. We had different so- had a bunch of songs on there. See, and that clearly, that's not going to hold up to Bustin' Makes Me Feel Good. Like, that, that's not a worthy successor. No. No, Punching Women made him feel good. <laughs> Oof. Well, listen. I didn't express an opinion on it. No. I presented it as fact. No, it's just, oof. He's a, he's a bad person. There's a lot of bad people out there. There are. There are. And, uh, Yeah. Yeah, I got no follow up on that. I got no follow up. I, just, what a I didn't fun have a note to end. I have, I have legitimately one take on Bobby Brown. <laughs> that was it. And that was it. Yeah. So we're in accord. Yeah. So now we got to figure out how to end this thing. We didn't get through anything but the Oscars, which I don't even know that we finished. So when we sat down, I we never, didn't I have didn't a plan. Them. And I would argue an hour and 15 minutes later, still don't have one. So, listeners, 
call in. Let us know if we, we should have a plan. Let us know. The uh, number's on the screen. The number on the screen. <laughs> we'll listen to you next time. We'll answer any questions. There was, let's see, we got uh, next month, Renfield, next month, oh. Evil Dead Rise, which looks really good. Um, I don't know what else is, I don't think there's anything else for March. This was the first week where I think there is no one. No Leprechaun movies? No, unfortunately. Hmm. There isn't a movie, a horror, new horror movie coming to theaters this week, I think, for the first time in like five months. It's been a lot of horror. Hey, we should have probably talked about like, I don't know, St. Patrick's Day is here, horror films in the St. Patrick's. I think it's just Are Leprechaun. There? There's, there's Leprechauns there? like one through I watched, uh, there's a Leprechaun review on the site. Um, they interviewed I don't know when a Leprechaun? Last, I don't know when you, review. I don't know when you saw Leprechaun last. <laughs> Jennifer Aniston's <laughs> Leprechaun? I think I saw them in the hood. Okay, would you ever, when's the last time you saw the original? Around the time it came out. Okay. Uh, it's worth a rewatch. Not because it's good. It is not. Okay. But it is in that interesting spot in time where it still feels like an 80s movie because it's early 90s, but it's pre-Scream, and you just don't have an, a lot of those pre-post-modern horror films. So before Scream kind of made everything have to be tongue-in-cheek. It didn't have to be. It just did it. Um, made everything have to be self-referential and have to be understood. It's just this, like, it's played so straight, but it's so ridiculous. And that might be the best thing about it, is that it has that 80s cheese, even though it's not the 80s anymore, because the script clearly sat around for a while. Yeah. But it's played without the wink of the post-scream movies. Yeah, yeah, that ironic little... It, 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 it takes on this feeling of, like, there's nostalgia. Like, oh, I forgot you could make movies like this. There were a bunch of them that, yeah, you're right there, that early 90s, yeah. late, there's no identity yet established yeah. for how you make these things. Yeah, so. and it's, I mean, it's a bad movie, and way too many people live, but it's super fun to watch because you will keep expecting it to do something different, and it's just like, nope, this is a straight movie, and you can defeat him by getting a four-leaf clover in his mouth, and I'm like, fascinating. <laughs> there's no second idea here. I didn't know how that, that's how you beat a leprechaun in case of attack. I did not remember. Oh, well, it's a good thing you found out before... It's when is St. Patrick's Day? It's like Friday, this coming up Friday, a few days from now. Wow. That's so when I people said. listen to this, many years in the past. Many years in the future, this is St. Patty's Day. So that was our Leprechaun review. Are they going to paint the... Yeah, it's, 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 it's a bad movie that's interesting to watch, especially if you're of a certain age, because you'll, you'll remember what it and was like. And we are men of a certain age. Oh, yeah. Is that Tim Allen? I think it might be. Ooh. <laughs> I watched the Home Improvement episode not too long ago. Then you've seen them all. I've seen them all. That I, I oh, remember that Wilson. I was really sad when Tom Hanks had to let him go on that raft. Do you remember when Twin Peaks came out in like 1990 and it kind of changed television because it was this episodic no, thing with a moving story? And then uh, a few years later, Home Improvement came and moved it back. <laughs> all right, that's it for this week. Uh, go to ScareValue.com, Twitter, ScareValue, Facebook, ScareValue, Pinterest, it might be something else, but it's probably scary value. I don't even know how to use Pinterest. Do you know what Pinterest is? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs>